listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast here for Friday's main slate. Uh, James, we got another big slate on our hands. Uh, some good matchups to go over as well. Uh, how you feeling about it? Feeling good, man. Um, we have six of the ten totals currently. We are recording on Thursday, I think this is. Thursday night? I don't know what day it is anymore, John. It doesn't sound like you know either, so um, thankfully I'm not the only one. Um, six totals, some big juicy totals, too. So Atlanta, Washington, 232. Sacramento, Toronto, 229. Milwaukee, New Orleans, 229. Brooklyn, Oklahoma City, 229. And Denver, San Antonio, 224.5. So we have some monster totals uh, of the games that we have. So should be fun, should be high scoring. Um, let's hope the value opens up here, John. Yeah, we're going to need definitely need some value. We got Luca on the late night hammer here at the point guard position. FanDuel 11 5, uh, highest priced player on the slate. Uh, Giannis is at 11 3, Jokic at 11 2. So, three guys in the 11K tier uh, for this slate. So, uh, it'll be interesting to figure out how, where you're going to spend up. Um, you know, not, not the best outing for Luca the other night in the same matchup against Utah. Uh, I'm not sure how you feel about going back there. You know, Dallas hasn't been playing. Too well, they did get back, you know, Richardson and, and those guys. So they were, you know, back in full strength at least. But, you know, there, there was no Donovan Mitchell in that game, and they, they still had no chance um, against a really good Utah team that, uh, you know, I, I think they're first place in the West right now, Utah. So, um, you know, a really tough spot for them there. Uh, just below him, you have Trey Young at 10 6 going up against Washington. Yeah. Uh, Young himself sort of slowly you know, breaking out of the slump uh, in terms of fantasy production. Uh, Westbrook's at 9-6. Kyrie Irving against OKC is $9,200. That's the 9K tier and above on FanDuel. Um, do you find yourself interested in spending up-up at this position at all? Like, you can go to Luka, obviously. I think he's in play for tournaments. But I think the move is Trey Young. I think he's going to be the popular play up at this price tag. He's averaging 57 fantasy points a game – or. Per, yeah, per game over his last five, playing big minutes, the shot's starting to fall, 46% over that span, um, 51 from three over that span as well. So uh, the shots are falling. Trey Young really just clicking on all cylinders. So I think he's the play. If Westbrook isn't limited, I think we can go there. Like if he has his limit lifted on the opposite side of that game, I think that's an elite spot too. Um, so Young, Westbrook for me. Yeah, game stacking you know, over yep. on DraftKings. You know, ninety one hundred nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Trey Young and Westbrook. You know, yes, like definitely, definitely doable price tags there. If we look down towards the mid tier, uh, Malcolm Brogdon against Charlotte, um, Darren Fox against Toronto stand out to me. Um, Jamal Murray against San Antonio could also be an interesting spot. Even though Murray last couple of games hasn't played, uh, you know, hasn't been great. Yeah, and I think it. I mean, I think it has to do with Michael Porter being back just soaking up a lot of the usage so um definitely a tournament play still but with michael porter just being michael porter i think it's a scary proposition to use jamal murray most of this rest of the year uh, but i do like the other guys you mentioned brogdon fox i, I think brogdon rest of the year is so safe in pr- on pretty much every slate because um you know, we're not going to have Karis LeVert. And 
I keep saying it about Indiana, but they're just so concentrated between Brogdon, Sabonis, Turner. And Turner is, like, up and down offensively. So Brogdon, Sabonis will get theirs every single night. So uh, I love Malcolm Brogdon for cash here. What do you what do you think about Kyle Lowry against Sacramento here? Yeah, I mean, that's the spot, right, John? Like, We don't we, play a lot of Lowry, you know? We but don't. What's his price on Fandle? Be, this would be a time. He's 71 on DraftKings. Uh, on FanDuel, we see Lowry price out at 72. So uh, I think he's a lock for cash games at that yep. price. Yep. Um, but he could, you know, if Siakam's out or OG again, you know, like there could be a flair for some GVP there. I mean, that's, that's, we've seen Lowry, he's averaging 38 DraftKings points per game, which exceeds 7.1, which is his current salary. And we've seen plenty of 40. So like, there is GPP upside, and that's not something we generally say with Kyle Lowry. So I love Kyle Lowry here because this is the best spot on the board for for offenses. I mean, Sacramento, before that Orlando game, was dead last in defensive rating. Let's check. They are still dead last by, like, a significant margin, dead last in defensive rating. Um, so, yeah, I think Kyle Lowry is, is pretty elite at 71, and um, – hopefully for us he goes overlooked because I don't think I think a lot of people think like us right where nah Kyle Lowry in tournaments there's no upside but when we start talking about 71 Kyle Lowry as opposed to like 76 77 I mean that's a different story yeah I'm with you on that one uh some more value here um you know Darius Garland $5,200 on FanDuel you know minutes restriction removed the other day going up against the Knicks uh, you know, did he smash the other day against Detroit? No, he didn't. Sexton and Drummond both had really big games here. Um, you know, but the price tag for Garland still uh, very favorable in this matchup. Uh, he went for 37 fantasy points against the Knicks earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, for sure, Garland. I, w- I wish we saw more than 11 shot attempts. That kind of was a bummer. But like you said, Sexton was making everything. So, um, but that could be Garland. The next night, Garland's a very talented offensive player. So um, only 5K on DraftKings. I'm definitely willing to go back there. John, DeJounte Murray is only $6,100 on DraftKings. And I feel like... He's 75 on FanDuel. So. I feel like 61 is just really a, a, a price point that we should look to attack. I mean, look at the freaking rebounds. The last... I mean, not even just the last two games. Just like the last... What? Yeah, like all of January? Jamal, Jamal Murray defense there. Right. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a questionable tag. That's a quite a guy that was seven k consistently over seven thousand dollars, as high as eight thousand dollars right. this season, and now we're dropping the last couple of games. And for what? For what reason? You know, the Spurs none. have been who they are all season long. It's not like they just got back somebody. I, I guess my question here is: Do we know is is Derek is White, White ruled out. out? I know are, that are was... officially officially ruled out for Friday. Okay, because I knew he was close to coming back here. So, I mean, that's your that's your chalk play on DraftKings, right? How do you not? Yeah, how do you not play that? He's got eight X upside. Yeah, there's, there's just, I mean, be, like we just saw a triple double. He's literally coming off twenty two six three and two, eleven ten eleven eleven ten triple double, and then a double double. And he is $6,100. I, I just, mind-boggling. Absolute mind-boggling. crime. Absolute, Absolute crime. crime. Absolute crime. Uh, would you play Reggie Jackson? Price is kind of getting up on him here, but we know Pat Bev not 
going to be back for a little bit. And we assume, we don't know yet, but Leonard and George, you know, missing Thursday's game with COVID could very well be out of Fridays as well. Yeah, maybe. Like, I like the spot, but, like, if you were to – he's in the middle of Lowry, who's only $400 more. He is the same price as Colin Sexton, and he is $600 more than Murray. He's $700 more than Mike Conley. So he's priced up. He's he's very priced up on DraftKings. On yeah. FanDuel, he's only 58 Yeah, like, on Thursday, he was $7,000 or 6800 And because of the player pool, you – you know, it's like, okay, sure. But I don't know if we need to do it on Friday. It, it'll be okay, but it is a back-to-back. And I think, I mean, we're, we've mentioned like six like elite point guard priced plays, uh, at least on DraftKings. I know FanDuel is a little, is weird, but I mean, DraftKings, uh, I, I'd be more prone to play Reggie Jackson on FanDuel for sure. That's fine. Uh, any value or are you ready to move to shooting guard? Uh, Halliburton is a shooting guard over on Fanduel. McConnell. Um, what is NAW on Fanduel? Uh, I believe he's a shooting sh- guard. I believe he's a shooting guard. And is Bledsoe also a shooting guard? Uh, Bledsoe's a point guard. So Bledsoe, because I mean, Lonzo's questionable, and Bledsoe coming off two monster games in a row, fifty-seven hundred. We're a little revenge narrative here, John, against yeah, Milwaukee. Could be. They I, them. I was kind of worried about the Milwaukee matchup, but I mean, yeah, I could, I could see it happening. They're not really like blowing anyone out, which is, I think, weird. Um, like, they probably should have blown Toronto out the other day. Seven, seven point win, and right. everyone plays 35 plus minutes. This is in New Orleans, a slow pace game. We know that at least New Orleans is getting the pace up spot. So, you know, if Lonzo doesn't play, I think there's definitely some merit to playing Bledsoe. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Uh, shooting guard here. You know, I I said I wasn't gonna play Bradley. <laughs> no, and he goes nuke, and he goes nuke. He had a, such a slow start to that game too, and then yeah, finished it with 47, four, six, and four steals. Uh, you know, Westbrook is gonna be back for this game, but it's against Atlanta. I mean, is, is is Bradley Beal a legit 10K play no matter what now? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter? Yes. I <laughs> I mean, did you see the guy? Like, it's just... Yeah, I, I think he's just bulletproof. I mean, I know, like, 45 isn't what you want at 10K, but it's also, like, a pretty solid floor, right? And that's what he's giving us right now. Like, if you just go through the game logs, we're just getting a floor of 45, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Bradley Beal is, is as safe as he gets, even at 10K. Um, Harden went nuclear. You mentioned nuclear yeah. uh, against Atlanta. Um, do we expect this? I mean, it's double overtime, so take that into consideration. I've said a bunch of times I have no interest in playing Harden because the usage rate was down, but this was the first game where he finally outscored the other two, and he gave you the rebounds, 15 assists. Was it a product of the matchup, or do you think that maybe – you know, Harden's playable at ninety eight hundred dollars on on Fanduel, and what is he ten k on DraftKings? Yeah, ten three. Yeah. So under ten k, I think is fine. I'm I still don't want to pay ten three because okay. I I still think it's you've been spot on with the analysis that he's the third option. I still think he's the third option, and that could it could be a carousel all year, like just with who's the guy 
Mm-hmm. It's just I'm I'm okay with losing on slates with Brooklyn. I think because I, I'd re- like we have other guys that we could play. We have Giannis at ten eight. We have, I mean, Terrence under ten k. That's crazy. Um, like Jokic against the Spurs. Like I don't uh, the the this Brooklyn team like just doesn't. I don't know, John. It doesn't it doesn't get me going. You know. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um. Van Vliet's been on fire lately. Mm-hmm. The steel numbers have been insane. Um, great matchup against Sacramento. I guess it's really whether or not you think the Kings even, you know, Toronto hasn't been good. They have a losing record on the year. Do we think, you know, this is a competitive game? It's five and a half point spread. If it is, you know, 7,500 for Van Vliet on DraftKings, 83 on FanDuel. I mean, this guy never has ownership either. Um, and he's given us 50 fancy point upside. If, you know, someone's missing out of this lineup, I, I again, great spot for Toronto here. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's the thing. It, I think Vegas has it. I don't. I don't think this is a blowout. And we want to attack Sacramento at all costs. So yeah, give me give me some Van Vliet at under five percent, like he is always, like you mentioned. Uh, middle tier here: Colin Sexton, sixty nine hundred on Fanduel. Norman Powell, if we think either Siakam or um, OG get ruled out, he is sixty two hundred dollars. Uh, Buddy Heald went off the map the other day, 50 <laughs> fantasy points in 37 minutes. I don't think we can necessarily uh, count on that happening again, but uh, again, Toronto not great defending of late. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, thankfully, uh, priced up a little bit more. Well, not necessarily thankfully. I like the value that we were getting Clarkson at. <laughs> uh, still under 6K, though, on FanDuel. $6,400 now on DraftKings, but if Mitchell's out again due to concussion, same matchup. We just saw him in against Dallas, and he went for 44 fantasy points an hour. Yeah. I mean, like, we don't generally consider Clarkson, like, a cash game option. But if Mitchell sits, it's viable. Like, he's he's in play for me in all formats, if Mitchell sits. Yeah, I won't won't disagree with you on that one. what do you think about these two guys? Because they, they have their minutes both were inconsistent the other night. Jeremy Lamb and Alec Burks, 53 and 52. Uh, Lamb, I think, got into some foul trouble um, against Charlotte. He, played, he just was outplayed by Justin Holiday. Was that just what it was? Justin Holiday played so well the other night, and they just kept him on the floor. Yeah. So it was just a. It was just. And, and Lamb didn't really do himself any favors. He shot one of six from the floor. Mm-hmm. But J- Justin Holiday was balling. Do you have any interest in he or I know you mentioned Halliburton earlier. He's fifty four hundred too. So fifty four, fifty three, and fifty two. Halliburton, Brooks, and Lamb. Yeah, and again, another guy who just shot poorly. Like Halliburton gave us the seven assists, the block, and two rebounds. If he just makes some more shots, I mean, we're we're talking about a different outcome, and he's probably not under five k on DraftKings like he is now. So um, I would go to Lamb in tournaments. I would probably look at Burks in tournaments again. Uh, I guess well is Reggie Bullock's status known? I think that plays a factor. Also, like again, Austin Rivers. I'm pretty sure that was the Austin Rivers game where Austin Rivers just yeah. scores 25 actual was, 10 yeah. for 10 from the floor in 11 minutes. Like again, it, like that's not sustainable. That's not predictable. That's not repeatable. So yeah, I would go back to the well with Burks, and I would also go back to the well with Halliburton. I, I think all three of them are tournament plays. Um, Halliburton under 5K on DraftKings is super appealing. 
here are a few under 5K guys over on FanDuel that maybe you're in consideration for. Uh, Cam Reddish, assuming he's active for this game, you know, he's been questionable at times, missed gains, but 37 fantasy points in that double OT against Brooklyn. He gets the Wizards uh, at $4,700. Terrence Mann, again, assuming things stay status quo with Clippers, he's $4,500. Started the other day, gave you 30 fantasy points. Anthony Edwards had a really good game against Golden State, 38 fantasy points. He's $4,500 last couple games without D'Angelo Russell, 27 and 32 minutes uh, in those matchups. Uh, You mentioned Nikhil Alexander-Walker. He is $4,200. And then Josh Richardson came back, didn't play well, but he's 4K. Um, Thoughts on that group? Um, Reddish obviously is a very appealing play in a matchup with Washington. Um, I love NAW. He'll probably start. I mean, we saw him start the second half for Lonzo and play 30 minutes. He is a fantasy point minute monster. I mean, even in a game he goes 3 of 11 from the floor, he gives us 27 fantasy points. Like, he's just, he does a lot. So I think those two would probably be my favorite. Richardson's fine, but like, in, like against Utah, very slow paced team i don't think we like need to need to do that on a 10 game slate that's fine uh small forward you mentioned durant's 9-9 over on DraftKings. over on fanduel though 10-7 uh it is okc mm-hmm. it's a great spot for him we know the history there uh we think revenge narrative takeover game for him yeah he scored 36 against them already this year and went for 58 fantasy points so there was one net i'm interested in on a daily basis it's kevin durant yeah, I'm with you. We talked about this a bunch of times. He seemingly is just uh, unaffected by Harden and Irving. Those two may battle it out, but Durant just gets his uh, for the most part. So I'm with you there, lock and load. 10-7 on Fandle, uh, you know, you're picking now. You're playing Giannis or Durant, basically, uh, you know, if you're spending up that way, at least now, because there's no obvious, like, super spend down options. But, I mean, Durant's in a good spot there. Um Chris Middleton is a guy that I always talk about for cash games. Again, 48 fantasy points the other night, though. Um, you know, he's just very consistent, over 40 now and four of the last five. Uh, he's 8K on FanDuel on DraftKings. He's 8,400. Um, you know, again, not like a ton of room for upside. You know, 5X is 40 fantasy points, so it's he's in that range for you. But, you know, there are also times where he pops off and he gives you close to 50 like the other night. So uh, he, for me, is, is viable in all formats. Yeah, I think he's definitely viable for our formats. I probably lean cash games more. Like, I'm more likely to play him in cash than I would be in tournaments. But, um, I mean, he's... He's at least, like, a really good floor guy in tournaments. Like, you know, you're getting 40 out of him. Worry about the other guys, you know? Yep, and he's literally almost given us a triple-double in two games in a row. So, if he does get that triple-double, I mean, we're talking about a guy who has 60-point upside. Yep. Um, you know, Siakam, if he's active again, I mean, there's no, there's no injury status on him. So I'm guessing he's good to go here. Didn't, you know, play great against Milwaukee, but it is a tough spot for him going up against Giannis. Easier matchup here against Sacramento, just $7,700 on FanDuel. Um, Tobias Harris against Minnesota. Now this, you know, Joel Embiid is questionable for this game. So if Embiid sits out, uh, I mean, Harris has played really well three of the last four uh, we know Minnesota really struggles against opposing front courts. Uh, a great spot for him. And then our boy Michael Porter Jr. here, 
Uh, three straight games now over 30. The minutes have been a little bit fluctuating. You know, the Phoenix game there where he played 35 was OT. But then against Dallas, he plays 27 minutes and drops 30 actual 24 minutes against Miami and what I think was a blowout, yep. uh, 17 points, five rebounds, and four steals there. Uh, you know, we're big MPJ fans, so I'm always going to throw him in a GBP. Yeah, I mean, 27-point win. I think yeah. he looked good on his time or in his time around the floor. Also, you mentioned Tobias. I like Tobias quite a bit. We didn't mention Ben Simmons at uh, point guard, but $7,700. Yeah, he's been better late. I'll give him credit. You know, 15 shots is nice to see against the Lakers. You know, he has. And if there's no Embiid, I mean, I know he let us down in the same spot against Detroit the other night in that 21 minute game where he got two quick fouls, but. Man, seventy seven hundred with a game in a game against Minnesota without Embiid would be. Yeah, it still, still feels like a blowout there, though. I mean, they don't need yeah, any blowout in Minnesota. So. Fair. If I think if D'Lo returns, which he is currently listed as questionable, if D'Lo were to return, I think we'd feel better about using Philadelphia. I would agree with you on that one. Hey, uh, Fanduel finally figured out that DeAndre Hunter is not a fifty six hundred dollar player. But a sixty-six hundred dollar player, DraftKings got him at sixty-three. I'm still going. <laughs> me too. Like, me too. Me too. You're not scaring me against Washington no. with DeAndre Hunter. So no, me too. Just He's play. averaging twenty-two point four actual points over his last five games. He's the fourth overall pick in a loaded draft class. <laughs> yep. yep. He's good. He's yep. good, they guys. Just, he just needed. He just needed development time. Think about it this way, James. Right, his last three games: 46, 36, 39 fantasy points on DraftKings. And he's two hundred dollars cheaper today than he was against Brooklyn the other night. So, you know, yeah, sure, thank you, thank you more. Now, again, Fanduel, he was under six k the last two slates. Like it was absolutely mind boggling to see how cheap he was. Uh, Fanduel production forty four, thirty six, forty one the last three. Now again, a couple overtime games mixed in there as well. But uh, yeah, lock and load for me. Sixty six hundred is not scaring me. He's averaging more than enough fantasy points lately to cover that in. Pace up spot against two top pace teams in Washington. What do you think? 240, 250 game total? You know, like we're going to sit out of these two? Um, It currently sits at 232. Right. I meant like, like, oh, actual, actual scoring. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's going over. It's going over that. Yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the over uh, on that one as well. Um, Harry B just continues to do Harry B things. That's so I think we have to play him. Because I don't know, Sean's been telling us every slate to, and he posts on his Twitter every single night about attacking Toronto at the small forward position. Every night he posts it, and every night it works. I'm I'm all I'm all aboard. I'm I'm all aboard Harry B tomorrow. He is a core play because Toronto gets torched every slate against small forwards. Every slate. It doesn't matter who's there, who's not there. I'm playing all the Harry B I can I can get. Um, and he went for 40 against the Murdy this year. So look at that. The Easy proof mode. is in the pudding. Yep. Easy mode. Uh, Evan Fournier is still far too cheap. I lo- I was all over him the other night. Uh, thought he was massively undervalued. And he continues to ball out. That was against Sacramento. If you need any more reason to face right. Sacramento, they're just a terrible defensive team. <laughs> now he's getting the Clippers that aren't the Clippers, at least yet. We don't know George Leonard, I assume, they would still be out, but I mean, if that's the case, and we're going up against backups, Lou Williams, Luke Kennard, you know, I guess Batum's okay defensively, but not what he once was. You know, Fournier is at 6,300 on FanDuel. Uh, on DraftKings, I actually think he's a shooting guard only on DraftKings, only, right? Yep. Shooting guard uh, only 60, He's 64. 64. I don't mind playing this spot here for him. No, I don't either. Uh, and I don't think, like, 
as long as these Clipper wing defenders are out, it, nobody should scare us because nobody's. I mean, they're getting torched by Miami in the first quarter, um, and Bam Adebayo hasn't scored. So, uh, yeah, give me give me a lot of Evan Fournier exposure tomorrow. I wish he was had a little small forward in him, but um, like on DraftKings, I wish I wish he had multi position eligible eligibility like every other player in the world, but. You know, I guess we can't always get what we want, John. Yeah, it's true. We can't always get what we want. That's that's uh, sadly uh, the truth here. Um, going down further, I mean, any of these guys jump out for you? You know, Teddy Osman's still playing really well. Um, Batum, again, you know, if they're missing those guys, I know the numbers lately haven't been great, but, you know, he, he could be in for uh, increased usage. We saw Joe Ingles the other night, huge game against Dallas, um, with Donovan Mitchell out. Um, any any of those guys maybe stand out to you? Do you trust the the Pacers, Holiday, McDermott to keep playing well? Like where are you going? Um, I'm definitely going back to the well with Ingles, and he's going to start again. And we saw it the night before with the Knicks in the Knicks game. Um, he played 27 minutes, and he had that like a little Achilles injury. And if Mitchell doesn't play, I am 100% going back to the well. I think he's still too cheap at 47. Um, Obviously, I think seven three-pointers is a fluke, but he's a very good shooter. I mean, he's shooting 45% from three on the year, so 4700 for him, too cheap. I'm also going to, someone you didn't mention, but Anthony Edwards went crazy against Golden State the other night. He scored 25 actual, 40 fantasy points, finally. Um, and another thing that has been you know, abundantly clear is we attacked Philly at the wing this year. Seth Curry, not a good defender. Um Tobias has not been defending well. I think we we go back to the well with Edwards here. I don't think it's chasing. We know the usage is there. D'Angelo Russell officially listed as questionable as of like two minutes ago. Um, so I think that's viable. And uh, probably that looks it like it's it for me down here in like this this value tier. I, yeah. I don't know. Like I, George Hill's already out, so like you could play Lou Dort. But like, do you want to play Ludor on a 10-game slate? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Power forward, Giannis is at the top. I'm a fan of it. Yep. You know, I have, I have no problem playing this. He, I was in on him the other night, came through. He's really just, you know, playing really strong basketball. Um, you know, I'm not really worried about, you know, Zion or Steven Adams or anybody <laughs> no. there really, um, you know, taking me off of him in this matchup. Uh, you know, it's six and a half point spread. They're on the road, so maybe he stays a little closer. 230 total, all of it kind of adds up uh, to a good Giannis spot for me if you're going that direction. And then you have Sabonis, who we thought may not even have played last game after getting injured, and said he does play and gives us a triple-double against Charlotte. I mean, once he was ruled active, we should have known. Like, we just attacked Charlotte at the front court. Turner, yeah, let us down a little bit, but Sabonis did not. So we get the same matchup. He's $300 cheaper in this matchup for for one whatever reason um so yeah let's just go right back to the well of sabonis and um uh, you know just kind of like plug him in and then just move on to the rest of our lives. yeah i'm with you on that one any uh guys below them i mean there's zion that i don't really care for randall i don't think this spot's where i want to go um john collins has been playing really well would you would you consider continuing to play him um I like 7,200 is a good price for John Collins, but I can't believe he just poo-pooed Zion like that. He scored 32. Yeah, but it's Milwaukee. I mean, I don't know. If if we are 
I think Milwaukee is one of those teams that if we're interested there, we should have interest coming back. And I know like NAW Bledsoe could be like just enough interest, but I mean, man, Zion has been looking really good offensively. Like we're, we've gotten 27 or more in four of the last five games, 27 or more actual. And, you know, Yes, we, we he leaves a lot to be desired in other categories on occasions, but his price has decreased on DraftKings to 76 after going for 42. So there's finally some like some upside at 76. Like if he gives us 45, I mean, we're you know, we're talking about six, six and a half X at 7,600. So um, I think if I'm playing like Middleton or Giannis, I think I'm bringing it back with Zion. Okay. I, um, yeah, again, he's just he, – I appreciate what he did the other day with the 44 fantasy points and 32 actual. But, again, two rebounds. Yeah, two let, like, definitely leave something to be desired there. Yeah, I, I just – he unexcites me. You know, it's just – I think that's what it boils down to. And he can get Collins against, you know – I guess they're getting Hachimura back, but he's not going to play a full run of minutes. He's just coming back after a long layoff. And you're getting him for cheaper than Zion on FanDuel. I think Collins, to me – you know, stand out a little bit more. Um, you know, I don't know why Boucher played 13 minutes, but like this would be a great spot for him. Aaron Gordon still very underpriced, 6,300 on FanDuel. I would play him again. Um, you know, Bagley against Toronto. You know, another player that 21 minutes against Orlando. I don't know why, but 33 fantasy points. He, that's just so. I just don't understand. Like, what is Luke Walton doing to this poor guy? Maybe his dad was right. Maybe they should trade him. Um, but yeah, I'm willing to go there. He'll be like 2% owned like he is always, right? No one plays Marvin Bagley because nobody knows what to expect for his, about his minutes. So yeah, we can go there. I don't I don't love the rest of the position. I guess like Royce O'Neal is fine at 4,600. Uh, yeah, I'll, I want to see what happens with Marcus Morris tonight. Um, again, recording here Thursday. If he plays more minutes than he did the other day against Atlanta. Um, you know, 24 minutes against Atlanta. But if he you know, if he gets into 30 or something like that, maybe I could trust him a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm largely on board with you there. Uh, Ken Birch, thoughts, concerns, <laughs> questions? Play well. Uh, I mean, like, in terms of filling out the stat sheet. You'd have to phone Steve Pimentel. Fair for- enough. Ken Birch. He is the Ken Birch whisperer here at Fantasy Alarm. That's fair. Uh, center, Jokic is 11-2 against San Antonio. I know it's a great matchup for him. Don't think I'm spending up there, but I mean, not going to ever tell you not to play uh, Jokic, at least this year. Last year, I told you not to play him every slate. Uh, <laughs> every this, slate. Year, this year, certainly better. Uh, and be questionable with that back. You know, it's a fantastic spot for him, but if he plays, like, there's no way this game isn't a blowout. So that worries me just a, a little bit. Uh, Capella, after killing everybody, has one of the worst games of his season. Nine points, 11 boards, and two blocks. But again, really great spot for him against Washington. Andre Drummond, though, has torn apart the Knicks in both games that he's played. 75 fantasy points in the last one. 64 in the one before that. The Knicks were just eaten by, uh, who was it? Uh, Gobert, I think it was. Um, It was Gobert. Yeah, like centers are, are actually really having strong performances yep. against the Knicks lately. 
Um, Drummond at 94 on FanDuel and over on DraftKings. Uh, Drummond is priced out at 86. I mean, that's I think that's where I'm going, even though the minutes, 28 minutes the other day, still being a little bit limited, could have been the blowout factor. Got you 60 fantasy points still. Yeah, he's going to be really popular, and it's warranted, but especially on DraftKings where he's 8,600. And um, Minnesota's dead last against centers, and, and the Knicks are 29th in terms of DVP. So uh, definitely two spots we can attack if Embiid plays. Embiid and Drummond are just two of the better plays in center. I, I, I think they're both elite, but man, how good has Rudy Gobert been? Like, I, I know you just mentioned the Knicks, but like, he then followed up that Knicks game and went 29 and 20 with three blocks and three steals against Dallas. 29 and 20, John. People are going to chase Rudy that Gobert. production. They're going to chase that. I mean, he's been two games in a row, he's been kind of crazy. And he's been pretty damn good. And the fact that he's only 7,500, if there's no. Mitchell in the same exact matchup, are you like against going back to the well with Gobert? No, I'm not against it per se. Um, I just think that if you're you're paying a little bit more than Drummond and I don't see 70 happening again, I guess. Okay. I I, I I'm not saying I see 70, but if there's no Mitchell, I mean it was clear Gobert took 20 shots. So mm-hmm. like he was definitely more involved in the offense than he generally is. And that's, sure. and that's, that's all that, like, we know the peripherals are going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. We know the blocks are going to be there. We know the rebounds are going to be there. But if he's taking double-digit shots like he's done in the last two games, I mean, I definitely think that's just something that we have to take note of. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Rashawn Holmes, you know, we've talked about this matchup already. You're going against, I mean, Sacramento Toronto is going to be one of the best game stacks of the yep. slate probably. I agree 100%. I think it's, do you feel like it goes under the radar because we have like Brooklyn OKC, we have like Atlanta Washington? I think Milwaukee. Atlanta Washington is going to be the most owned stack. Agreed. Um, but I think we're, I think Sacramento Toronto can give a run for its money. Mm. I feel like it goes under the radar with how many top spends we have on the slate and people like looking in this mid tier. They're like, ah, I can't really get to Rashawn Holmes. I can't get, really get to De'Aaron Fox. Or I can't really get to any of the Toronto guards, like, I feel like this game just kind of slides by. Like, it should garner a lot of ownership. I just feel like it slides by, and uh, we can take advantage of that. What do you think about Al Horford here against the Knicks? The Nets, <laughs> rather, the Nets. Um, if Brooklyn doesn't play any defense, right? So, Al Horford there, coming, really off, no. coming off an insane game. I mean, is it is it similar to, like, Gobert? Are we chasing? I don't think so because it's such a good spot and yeah i i could i could see myself playing harford he's only gonna, he's gonna play 30 minutes in his return i mean clearly they want the guy on like i don't know he's fully healthy it was personal so you know no ill yeah, effects yeah, he had a kid congrats al harford um that's pretty cool i you know cool stuff yeah we owe an apology to one of our chat members the other day, James. Uh, they mentioned <laughs> Cody Zeller. Yep, yep. He and is, we he were like, nah, like, don't play Cody Zeller. There's other like. options. Don't need to do it. Uh, Zeller goes for 37 DraftKings points, gives you a double-double. He's still only $4,000 on <laughs> DraftKings. He's $4,600 on FanDuel. 
obvious spend down spot unless of course Embiid's out then Howard's there but uh well who would you rather play I mean I know the Minnesota matchup is elite but like look what happened last time we yeah they played Tony Jarrett uh, they not started Tony Bradley Tony Bradley in yeah. the second half of that game mm-hmm. so like then what I you mean, know? and Zeller's like is an okay player too. He's not a scrub, so and he start. He's gonna start again yep. over Biombo, and if he's gonna play thirty minutes, I mean, it's just it sucks for PJ Washington. That's what I'll say. Like we don't. Who cares about Biombo? But it, it sucks for PJ Washington. I agree with you on that one. Um, any final thoughts here on the slate here? No, it's a fun ten game slate, and uh, I'm uh. I'm prepped and ready, uh, and I hope uh, everyone enjoyed uh, today's episode of the podcast. Another full day of uh, content we here have here on uh, on this Friday, John. It certainly is. We have uh, everything coming for you for Friday: playbook, starting five, uh, fast break, core plays, article, value vault, live stream. You name it, we have it. You know where to get myself in chat and on Twitter. James, same thing. Sean Mitchell, Justin Fenceman. Full day of action for you. Uh, for James, John, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.